It's Food Friday on 630 Chat. This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Yummy. Yes, we're talking food, we're talking business, we're talking 2024 and goals and success. It's uh, it's it's been a success for our next guest. I don't know if you've been to a party and you and you bring something, maybe it's a little potluck. <laughs> we're talking Excuse about me snacks, of course. If you go to a party and you're like, this is so delicious. Oh my goodness, you should do something with this dish. You should maybe, you know, try to make it into a business, scale it up. Well, that may have happened to the woman who is sitting across from me. You may have seen her product in stores. They're called Kara Munchies. But how did this local business go from an idea to a product you can find in major retailers. Alicia Locke is the founder of Kara Munchies and joins us in studio. Good morning. Good morning. And thank you uh, to Morley for his breakfast this First morning. off, delicious. Thank you. <laughs> and they are it very cereal, crunchy. right? Sort of, yes. you know, so yeah, it's, 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 it's breakfast kind food. Of. So Alicia, <laughs> tell us about how your journey started. Was it, you made it a, a product and somebody's like, this is, you should do something with this. Or was it something a little bit more complicated than that? A little bit more complicated. My journey was a few years longer than that. Uh, We, well, I I did go to U of A with a food and nutrition science degree, Mm -hmm. Uh, but instead of going to food right away, I spent about five years in finances. I became a banker. Mm. So instead of a baker, I became a banker. (laughs) And then uh, after five years, I learned a lot from that job, but I realized my passion was really in food. I grew up in a big family with uh, grandma and aunts and uncles who loved cooking, and we shared big family meals together. Uh, My family actually used to own a restaurant in downtown Edmonton called Noodle Experience. So I grew up in like a food-centric environment and lots of like shared memories and laughter over meals. So I really wanted to do something food related and that's kind of where the idea for Karamachis started brewing, yes. And then uh, the caramel was the star, so that's kind of what started it. The Karamachis stands for Kara. A lot of people think my name's Kara, but it actually stands for the caramel of Karamachis. Okay. So I want to make snacks in a product line of caramel, but then the Karamachis, which are, are super creamy, light and soft, chewy caramel melts in your mouth uh, paired with cornflakes because the cornflakes are nice and crispy so it makes the ultimate snack it's like sweet and salty crunchy and chewy you kind of get everything all together it's a good mix for sure it tastes <laughs> well tell me this is the original the the salted caramel how many in how many times did you go through it and say no i gotta do this to it i gotta change the <laughs> recipe how many versions of this were there i would say hundreds it's very scientific which the background in the food and nutrition degree came in handy uh, because if you change too many things at once you don't know what's working and what's making it better or worse. So you kind of have to tweak it little by little to get to that perfect recipe. So describe it for, for, for people. Um, you have uh, different SKUs, which is always good for a business. You don't want just one product. You've expanded over, over the years. So it really is, the first one is salted caramel with cornflakes. Do people ever say, I could maybe make that or? Yes, so people do, like it sounds very simple, yeah. uh, but the I think, the key feature of it is the balance of everything. So there's not too much caramel, there's not too much cornflakes, and that's something that we work very hard towards in the process from beginning to end in terms of the recipe as well as how we actually make the 
I guess, the split of the caramel and the cornflakes. Um, I used to do everything by hand in small batches. Now we have uh, our tumbling machine that helps me do the pouring instead of just hand mixing everything, which was not the most consistent. Uh, but yeah, it's really hard to perfect, but it is what makes it special because every bite you get the perfect amount of caramel and the perfect amount of crispy cornflakes. So you mentioned your family and you're of Chinese heritage? Yes. And and so they, they opened up a, a restaurant. They probably never thought about putting caramel over Doritos, which is another one of your products. <laughs> what do they think of, of your products? And, and tell us a little bit about how being, uh, uh, you know, from an immigrant family has sort of shaped you as an entrepreneur. Yes, definitely. Uh, I definitely get my entrepreneurial spirit from my parents. Um, it's, I guess, like being from a Chinese background, there's the, I guess the general thought is that you either have to be like very academic, like either like a lawyer or a doctor, which my brother did become a lawyer. Um, I kind of went a different route. But because my, my dad and uh, my family were also involved in the food industry, they're they're super supportive. Like they've helped me along um, mm. in production as well as just advice all the time of what to do. And even just starting my own business because a lot of times that's very, I guess like risky or scary to do. Um, especially like after finishing university and having a stable job in finance. So it's been so great having them believe in me. And I think that also is part of the success that I have received is like having that family support. And really, it's so different from what I guess like they they came up with um, having like an Asian noodle mm -hmm. restaurant. And then this is like pretty much the extreme difference of it. <laughs> and it's funny with the Doritos, uh, the Doritos flavor. I love coming up with new flavors, especially the unique ones. And that one actually came like the idea came up from a customer, which we love hearing all of their fantastic flavors uh, that they think of. And this one was actually for April Fools. And they're like, it'd be funny if you did like a Doritos flavor. And we actually did it two years ago and it became so popular, we turned into a permanent flavor. It's like sweet and salty and savory and a little bit spicy because there's flaming hot tortilla chips. And there's still cornflakes in it, right? <laughs> so I have I have one right here. So there's the caramel uh, and the Doritos and the cornflakes. Exactly. Nice kick, good blend. How many flavors do you have total? Uh, we cycle through about eight of them, and we do work with other local businesses in collaboration. That's part of my favorite way to do new flavors, is to incorporate someone else's ingredient or our product into their product to create a new. What's, what's your favorite one? What's, what's the one you're most proud of? The one I'm most proud of, it, it's the Caramanchitos, because it's so unique. It's the flavor that people are so hesitant to try, but once they do, it becomes their favorite flavor. Oh, oh there's like even a little bit of heat in the yeah. back yeah. of the throat, for That's sure. So tell us about how you started off, and, and now you can find Caramanchis in Safeway and, and Save-On. That, that doesn't happen very often to get into a major retailer. How did you do it? Yes, with um, good timing support, community support, and um, I guess hard work. <laughs> and so the longer story of that, the more detailed version, is that we started out in the farmer's markets. Uh, we had very different packaging back then. It was basically like, what was the most cost-effective way to get our product in front of our customers? And that's not what Safeway wants, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. So very different packaging, um, long journey from that. And then we ended up over the years upgrading our packaging and working with um, branding and PR companies to get our brand out there. 
And then we ended up getting through with uh, the support local program with Sobeys and Safeways. And of course, upgrading our packaging uh, to be shelf ready. And our product, if you can picture caramel and cornflakes, they mm -hmm. all kind of look very similar. Mm -hmm. um, so we wanted to do something that was very bright and colorful to get like really eye catching on the shelves. So that's why we came out with our line of different like rainbow colored <laughs> spectrum of flavors. And also it's easy to spot and see that we have different flavors and it keeps the brand fun and very eye-catching so but then what is the process mm -hmm. to get into a major retailer what does that look like yes they do they, they they obviously look at your product they taste your product they look at the packaging saying you need to do this this and this like how rigorous how rigorous is that process it is very daunting uh but if you do have a good connection with the the branding and have a new like a very unique product they are super helpful with getting you brand ready for uh, big box grocery. Because when we started, we had no idea how to do it, uh, what was expected. You have to have barcodes and like specific regulations on your nutritional values. Very different from farmer's market labeling uh -huh. and just like having ingredient labels and allergens. And so we had someone that was very helpful with Sobeys that walked us through the process and made the whole thing a lot less scary, but it did take um, about six months to get it. Uh, and they do want to lift up local, don't they? Because you do, do. see the, 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 the little areas of their store where they're supporting local exactly. businesses. Yes, and I feel like since uh, the pandemic, it's been a big focus. And I love that it is because we have so many awesome local brands that uh, need to be featured. All right. Can you stick around? Yes. All right. We're going to take a bit of a break. We are talking to Alicia Locke. She is founder of Kara Munchies. We want to talk about goals and how to set business goals and how do they work and what happens if you... Don't achieve them. That's coming up in two minutes. This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. It is 8.19. You're listening to This Morning on 6.30. Chad, we're hanging out with uh, Alicia Locke, the founder of Kara Munchies. You may have gotten them in your stocking <laughs> this Christmas, or you may see them in uh, local retailers. We're talking about how to scale up a food business. And are there a lot of supports, Alicia, um, in terms of... Of, of a local business that you you want to get bigger. You're in uh, some of the major retailers in the local sections. Um, is there enough support in the city for local businesses, especially food businesses? I would say there's always room for more support, uh, but there, I think Edmonton is a great place to start a business and also operate a business because the community itself, I'm not sure about other cities, but I can only speak for Edmonton. The community itself, they're just so amazing um, in terms of customers support as well as other business supports. I have met so many other business owners who are so willing to help. Um, we work with an amazing PR company that is very food specific, uh, Bonafide Media. And just the combination of everything makes operating a food business a lot less lonely um, you probably hear from other like entrepreneurs as well as myself running a business by yourself even if you have a team sometimes it gets pretty lonely so having that support is really amazing 
and we share tips with each other. So there's like government grants that you can apply for and people will just be like, hey, have you applied for this? And it's just so collaborative that I love it. The lonely part, that, that kind of strikes me as weird. Like you don't think that, but I guess you're spending a lot of hours by yourself, probably late at night and doing things and mixing things and trying to get the books ready and everything. So uh, I never really kind of thought that yeah, angle and of this is how like your lonely baby. it would be to it do is. it. You want it to succeed. Exactly. I always say it's my food baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us about goals. Do you set them? I do, yes. It's very important to have goals. Uh, it's something to work towards or else you're just working to work. And so our goals for 2024, they are a work in progress. All of our goals are a work in progress. Um, but our major ones are we are working towards extending our shelf life and we are working with Nate Culinary uh, Food Research Team. So that's been part of a government program where they offer some contribution to funding so smaller businesses can afford to do research. Yeah, so how does that work? You, you, they have your product and, and they're, so what's the shelf life now and what are you trying to get it to? So currently it's four months. Um, our customers say that they have them past that and it's still delicious to them. But for me, like quality is the mm -hmm. most very important thing. And I do want our product to be the way that I want it to be for as long as possible. So when someone's having a pack out one day versus like from production versus like four months, I want it to taste the same quality. Um, and if we can extend that to a year, that would be amazing. So you have food scientists on this. Is that is that what they're doing at Nate? Yes, exactly. So they have a team of food scientists. They all have backgrounds working with different food products and they can help you with really any type of improvement that you want in your recipe or um, in your product. And so the one that we're working on is shelf life stability. So what advice do you have for a small business owner? You've, you've done very well. How many stores are you in right now? And are you across the country or are you just pretty much in the Edmonton area? We are mostly in the Edmonton area. We okay. have about 60 retail partners. Um, about 90% of them are in Edmonton. You talk about a community of local businesses. What advice would you give for people who want to be where you are? And I know you want to get bigger, but uh, you're, you're pretty successful in the eyes of many people who are just starting out. What advice would you give? I would say I'm a slight perfectionist, but I would say the best advice is just to do it and then improve as you go because I think a lot of us get hung up on the doing part and trying to perfect everything before you start and that's really what it is and that, that was kind of the advice I got for getting into the big box groceries because I wanted everything to be perfect before we started and then when I talked to the uh, local uh, area manager he was like you know what let's just see how it goes and see if the customers um, pick it up and then we'll go from there and then they loved it so we've been with them for a couple of years now. And expect failure, right? Yes. That's part of business. It, exactly. It's part of the learning because uh, not everything can make success. Like some, in terms of flavors, some of them, some of the flavors I love don't do Didn't very work. well. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And then uh, some flavors that we thought were a joke, like the Caramachitos, turn out into great successes. <laughs> I, I see you're, you're online too and social media. How important is that side of the business to your success? It's so important. Uh, being online is great for accessibility. You can find our snacks at caramunchies.com and that just makes it so that people can find us. Um, no matter if they can make it in stores or not, they can always get it delivered straight to their door. And also for social media, it's not so much for sales for us, but more so to connect with our community. So mm -hmm. I love posting about other 
local food businesses. I love eating out. I joke about spending, I trade my snacks for food because I spend most of my money on food. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a little barter system there. I love that. Thanks, Alicia, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And you know what? The ones with the Doritos, they're my favorite. We're going to fight over those later, I think. (laughs) (laughs) That's Alicia Locke. She is uh, founder of Kara Munchies. And of course, you can go online or you can uh, stop by one of your local retailers to find an Edmonton-based product.